0: I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted 2.0. You know what's fun (laughs) is doing half a show, as I just did, and then realizing that the memory card was full (laughs) or filled up during almost the entirety recording an entire show so take two it's all right second time will be better all right and this is such a great study you know it's tiring it's tiring being right it's tiring being right when it comes to fitness i'm just gonna say it and nutrition and motivation okay and this study's yet another okay my most recent book is the micro workout plan it's all about short workouts and this study shows the benefits of short workouts and it's not just the only study my book is filled with studies okay but this is another one and this is a study that just came out october 27th 2022 now you know it's not to say that old studies aren't worthwhile but yes you know we get better and better at at doing research and generally speaking we try to get the most recent studies this is one this is one and I have to think, as as I was reading this study and thinking back, there there's one of the best of the best uh when it comes to exercise, PhD, professor, I've had him on the show, just amazing. And I've had a bunch, so I, I I I I wanna be vague. Um but when I was speaking with him, not during the show, uh about my most recent book he was writing a new one himself and i had just come out with the book the micro workout plan he said what is it about and i said you know short workouts five minute workouts that you can do throughout the day and you can stack them if you want And he said that's too short <laughs> i was like wow okay um not according to the study that i'm gonna give you and i understand it, it but it actually took me by surprise um yeah, it took me by surprise. <laughs> and I was, I'm right. I'm right. And it, it's, it's about movement, people. It's about taking the words just and only out. I'm going to keep bringing you these same concepts with more studies so that at some point, if you're not a believer, you will be. And that you take the stairs, as I'm going to talk about, and you go, that that was yet another thing, a positive and it's all these smaller things, I'll say shorter workouts, shorter episodes, whatever throughout the day that you start to take pride in and make you feel good and you know you're making good decisions and that you're being healthy and that they matter. You know, I titled this podcast, New Study on the Benefits of Two Minutes of Exercise. I could have titled it, New Study on the Benefits of Just two minutes of exercise, or only two minutes of exercise, but I didn't. Because although that may be a positive for people to see that just two minutes, it minimizes it to me. And it says, it, it, it kind of reconfirms or confirms what people believe about exercise that it has to be 60, it has to be 30, it has to be hard, you have to sweat. You can do all those things and should at some point, Do 30, do 60. You don't have to. And it shouldn't be every time. You don't have to sweat every time. And that's what this study will show you as well. You know, the World Health Organization, as I'm going to read in the intro to this study, you know, you see it and hear it all the time. 150 to 300 minutes, right? Or 75 to 150 minutes, depending on the level of intensity of the cardiovascular activity. When you hear 300, when you even hear 150, those big numbers... Turn people off. Doesn't mean you don't have to do it. But the messaging matters, people. After being in this business this long, I, I completely get that. It is so important. And I'm at this crazy time right now where my my newest book is being shopped around. And it's my first non-prescriptive book. It's, it's basically about the problems with the industry. And not surprisingly, every book, no matter who you are, you get rejections. And depending on your agent, my agent I love so much, um, she sends me the rejections, but she takes off the name of the person who rejected it. So I see the publishing house, I see the comments, but I don't know who it's from. Really smart. Uh, And I'll leave it at that. But when you see the pushback, and listen, uh, you know, you're you're always going to get rejections, and I'll leave it at that. But when you see some of the comments you know what's wrong with the business. Because they want the diet book. They want the quick fix book. And truthfully, it makes complete sense that I would get pushback because I don't say it in the the proposal, I think, explicitly, but, but the publishing industry is a big part of the problem. And it goes to the messaging. You know, only just... I mean, I was lucky to, to put out that book to some degree, but not really because it's prescriptive and it's it's giving a solution. And that's what they want. My newest book is going to tell you where the problems are within all aspects of the industry. And so the, the messaging matters. The little things aren't little, you know, and it goes to things as simple as Like the size of the dish or the bowl you serve food in. I did a podcast on this. My wife and I, (laughs) she'll put out, uh, you know, she'll put out certain things and I will change it for my two boys because I know the research, okay, the subtleties of, of these type of things. Again, that the small things are not small. That's what I'm trying to get across here. And let me just start and finish the intro with this. You know, for years, when I first started with the magazines and they'd ask for, how do we, you know, work, you know, exercise into our day? And you've heard it. Take the stairs instead of the elevator, park farther away, all of those things. And you go, that's ridiculous. It doesn't matter. And the magazine started to say, we don't want that. We want sexier things. We want to hear that, you know, for ab exercises, you have to wear a, uh, you know, a weight vest and hang from a bar upside down and grab a kettlebell. And yeah, people go, oh, whoa, look at that. It's crazy. That sounds fun. That's nuts. That looks great on a social, uh, you know, uh, social media. But does that work? Do you get, are you going to get hurt? And who can actually do it? <laughs> right? So the take the stairs thing. As crazy as it sounds, this is literally what this study's about. Short bursts of exercise throughout the day. Two minutes, up to two minutes, not even two minutes. It doesn't have to be two minutes. And I think back to like the common sense approach. You know, my philosophy and approach to fitness is empirically based. We're going to look at the studies. We're going to look at the uh, experiences I've had myself and with clients. And then we're going to look at what we can actually do. Always with the common sense. And so what did so many people say to me and still say to me this day, but when, to this day, but when I was a trainer in New York City, especially, and it was usually the subway, people would say, you know, Tom, you know, they come to the gym and maybe they would would have taken the subway and they'd say, I don't understand why I can run three miles, run five miles, run 10 miles or do whatever cardiovascularly for a long period of time, but taking the stairs, they get out of breath. You go, yeah, they're different energy systems. One is aerobic, one is anaerobic. There's a certain genetic component, it's also trainable. But think about it. If you're getting out of breath, that means it's worthwhile. That means you just did an interval of exercise at a decent intensity. And so this is where you flip the script and you say okay instead of getting down on yourself this is how i will get the world people and, I, and, and where i hope to get many of you you go okay i'm out of breath i want to get better at that Or i want to do that more because i think from what i've heard <laughs> that's good it's a good way to work exercise movement into your day to vary the intensities as well. And so rather than get down on yourself because you're out of breath, you go, oh, that was a good thing. I just did a good thing. This is how you take the, again, I'm going to say little things because there's no other way to really put it, the smaller workouts, the small victories, you know, eating something healthy, eating a handful of blueberries, you know, taking five minutes three minutes two minutes to you know clear your head going for a walk in the woods all of these things that aren't sweaty or hard quote unquote hard matter and add up it's not about going to the gym I've yet to read a study that uh, that says you know just people who go to the gym live longer no It's what you do at the gym, and it's what you do outside the gym that matters. All right? So stairs, (laughs) taking the stairs is super effective, especially when you do it consistently. You don't have to do it every time. You could go 80-20. This is the first time I've thought of it. 80-20 applies to just about everything. Let's add it to taking the elevator. 80% of the time, if you have the opportunity, take stairs. 20% of the time, tired, tired. Whatever, you got a heavy bag and you can take the elevator. All right, here we go. I'm getting worked up, as you could hear. Uh, This study, can you be more recent? October 27th, 2022, uh, in the European Heart Journal. The title Vigorous Physical Activity, Incident Heart Disease and Cancer How Little is Enough? Of course, if you know me, you know I have a problem with the last four words. How little is enough? This is where the research is always looking at the dose response. What's the least I can do? What's the least I can do? I get it. I get it from a research standpoint. This is what we kind of have to look at, but I want to change the wording, and I want to change the overall message. And I'm going to with this podcast and my books and everything else. So, yeah, do you go, oh, two minutes and and you're done for the day? (laughs) Like, no, no, and that's not what it's going to say. But it's great news. Everything I bring you is great news, okay? And it's that you don't have to hang from the chandelier wearing a weight vest with a kettlebell. If you want to, (laughs) you can every now and again. Be careful. Don't do it all the time. And know the risks involved. All right, but what I'm going to do for this study, as I, I normally do, what I did was uh, I'm going to read you the intro. I'm going to read you part of the uh, abstract. I'm going to take out all the stuff you don't need to. Uh, I don't need to bore you with and confuse you with. All right, so here's the intro. Uh, based on existing prospective observational evidence, the 2020 World Health Organization physical activity and sedentary behavior guidelines and the physical activity guidelines for Americans. Okay, this is just what I talked about uh, earlier. Um, each recommended. 150 to 300 minutes of moderate to vigorous physical activity and 75 to 150 minutes of vigorous. Okay? So that's confusing to most people. It's like when they talk about how much water to drink and stuff and um you know, it's in kilograms <laughs> or stuff for Americans. It's like, okay. And when you hear 150 to 300 that you start to glaze over and you're not quite sure what moderate to vigorous and and we're going to talk about that, all right? Uh uh, defined as well, okay, for the vigorous to uh, physical activity, they define that as physical activity at an energy expenditure rate of at least six metabolic equivalents. Um, you go, I have no idea what that means. Again, walking upstairs, getting a little bit out of breath to, you know, starting to really get out of breath, okay? That's vigorous. You know it when you feel it, right? Um, and here we go is a time efficient way to achieve recommended physical activity. Um, levels, and can lead to rapid cardiorespiratory adaptations, okay? Interval training, getting out of breath, interval training not done on a piece of cardio equipment, mind you, let me read it again, is a time-efficient way to achieve recommended physical activity levels and can lead to rapid cardiorespiratory adaptations. You take the stairs long enough, guess what happens? Your body adapts and you get better at it. You get better at it you're still gonna get out of breath but you can go faster and you can be stronger <laughs> right here's the here's the doozy of a line in the intro i have this underlined and, and in bold and in red and when i read it took my breath away but uh, well, here we go for the first time current physical activity guidelines emphasize the value of short bouts of intermittent physical activity you haven't read my book and you haven't read a lot of these other studies. I understand what they're saying here. It's a little different, but is it really? Let me read that line again because it's, it's worth repeating. For the first time, current physical activity guidelines emphasize the value of short bouts of intermittent physical activity. When I start to think that I'm bringing you so many uh, studies on this same topic, this is why. <laughs> because the message isn't out there people aren't getting it and the studies even the researchers are i don't want to say confused themselves but you know where where i'm going with this all right uh let me read that line again because it, it continues emphasize the value of short bouts of intermittent physical activity for example less than five minutes for accumulating the recommended amounts Okay, prior studies examining the health benefits of um, (laughs) vigorous, getting worked up, physical activity, which were limited by the inability of questionnaires to capture, okay, this is where it's different. Um, The inability of questionnaires to capture shorter intermittent VPA sessions lasting under 10 to 15 minutes found that all-cause mortality risk was lowered by approximately 10% when VPA contributed 30 to 50% of a uh, total moderate to vigorous physical activity time. What does that mean? That means so often in the research, it's questionnaires, people, and that's a problem, problem on so many levels. So what made this study different is they used accelerometers. They used fitness tech, which I love because people lie and people don't, uh, you know, we forget. Some of it is, is you know, fibbing and some of it is just recall. We overestimate and overreport our exercise, and we underestimate and underreport what we eat. That's just the way it works. And we try to make sense of it in the research, Um, imperfect, but still worthwhile, right? But that's what made this study different because it's really tough to kind of figure this out from questionnaires. So it's very cool, all right? Uh, and I'll tell you specifically in a second uh, what they did with the heart rate monitors or um, activity monitors rather. Uh, uh, where was I? Uh, I want to get worked up. Uh, findings on cardiovascular disease and cancer mortality showed similar results. So when you're just exercising for weight loss, people and just thinking, "Oh, my two minute, you know, walk up ten flights of stairs wasn't a big deal," this is saying, "Yeah, it it is." Even if the scale doesn't move, cardiovascular disease and cancer mortality is affected in a positive way, okay? Uh, Let me finish up this intro, uh, their intro. Um, 60 to 90 minutes of weekly vigorous physical activity accumulated through 10 to 15 minute long bouts. Oh. Sounds like my book, The Micro Workout Plan. Ten to fifteen minutes uh, has been shown to be associated with a three-year extension of life expectancy. That's pretty good. Ten to fifteen minutes, three-year extension of life expectancy, and a four percent lower risk of all-cause mortality for every additional fifteen minutes. So sometimes more is better. More movement. 15 more minutes. So more is better. But again, not saying you have to do an hour continuous. It's 15 minute walk in the morning to work. Maybe if you live in, you know, metropolitan area, you get my point. Okay. Uh, there is limited information on how low volumes of uh, vigorous physical activity accumulated through short bouts are associated with health and mortality. Uh, such information is pertinent to improve translation of research findings into clinical and public health interventions, blah, blah, blah. Okay. What they're saying is, yeah, we don't really know uh, enough about how short bursts of exercise makes us, you know, uh, affects us. Um, final part. Final part. Uh, final paragraph of the intro examining the dose response of short and intermittent uh, vigorous physical activity bursts required device based measurements. Here we go. Very cool for me and for you, hopefully. Um, so this is fit tech. Uh, the world health organization guidelines development group recently indicated the need for device based studies. Finally. Yes. So we're going to put something on your wrist and we're going to see what you do. Um, To objectively assess the relationship of physical activity with mortality and disease risk as a priority for research. The aim of this study was to examine the dose response association of device measured vigorous physical activity with mortality and incident cardiovascular disease and cancer in the largest, get excited, uh, accelerometry, uh, accelerometry cohort of UK adults. We hypothesized inverse associations with mortality and incident cardiovascular disease and cancer exist through modest, modest amounts of vigorous to uh, vigorous physical activity accrued through short bouts. All right. So here's the specifics on the uh, wrist based uh, accelerometry from 2013 to 2015, over 100,000 participants were mailed and wore. Uh, An activity uh, accelerometer, uh, the specifics, you don't need to know that, on their dominant wrist for 24 hours a day for seven days. Okay, longer could be better, should be better, longer is always better, but that's like 100,000 people wearing an accelerometer um, for 24 hours a day, seven days. Amazing. Okay, I'm going to cut this short. So uh, shorter. Let me give you the methods a little bit more and results. Uh, so this was a prospective study, over 70,000 adults. Um, so even though they, you know, the group will be larger, they'll start to cut it down based on certain things. Um, uh, bah, 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 the dose response associations of VPA volume and frequency with mortality uh, and CBD and cancer incidents were examined. Um. After excluding events occurring in the first year, all right. Here's the conclusion. <laughs> here's all we. Uh, here's what we need to know now. Vigorous physical activity of fifteen to twenty minutes a week were associated with a sixteen to forty percent lower mortality um, risk. With further uh, health risks with further decreases up to fifty to fifty seven minutes a week. Okay, so fifty to twenty. Amazingly great potential um, outcomes, just about an hour, even better. And that's per week, per week. So if there's, if you're doing five days and you do 10 minutes a day, there's your 50. These findings suggest reduced health risks may be attained through relatively modest amounts of vigorous, physical activity accrued in short bouts uh, across the week. Okay. Let's start wrapping this up. I talk about varying your intensities based on the time you have to exercise, what you want to do, your mood state, all of these things. And so this study is about vigorous activity. And guess what? You know, I keep saying, you know, these interval workouts that people are throwing out there, you know, um, They call it Tabata, but it's not really Tabata, which is fine, but my point is this, when you do an interval, a short interval, or an interval, hard interval, it has to be short because you can't be there that long, nor should you be. And so that's what this study's showing, that when you truly do some vigorous activity throughout the day, it adds up. And you can't, nor should you, do it every single day, hard workouts, You need to mix up the intensities and professional athletes, top level, you know, uh, age group athletes will generally do one to two easy workouts for every hard workout they do. And so this means you take the stairs going, you know, maybe to your office, up into your uh, office. Then you go for a walk at lunch, easy. And then you take the stairs one more time after lunch. You mix it up. You work it into your day. All right, here's the big bold takeaway I'm giving you. Out of all of this research, here's what what I love and what should resonate with you. Our results show accumulating vigorous physical activity in short bouts that last up to two minutes on average four times a day was associated with substantially lower, 27% lower mortality risk. Although not directly assessed in this study, our findings suggest that short VPA bouts, vigorous activity again, may be also embedded into regular activities of daily living and accrued intermittently throughout a week. I'm annoyed that this study just came out because this would be the open to my book, The Microworkup Plan. Again, it's filled with studies like this, little different. Not necessarily vigorous, but there's there's some that are very close. This is great news. This is more great news. I want to read that to you one more time because it is so important. And there's like three points that I talk about all the time here that are almost verbatim in that passage. Our results show accumulating, I'm gonna say harder intervals instead of VPA in short bouts that last Up to two minutes on average, four times a day, eight minutes, was associated with substantially lower mortality risk. You're going to live longer. Although not directly assessed in this study, our findings suggest that short intervals, bouts, may be also embedded into regular activities of daily living and accrued intermittently throughout a week. (sighs) Makes me happy this was a long way around <laughs> like i just i often want to cut to the chase even quicker i get it especially in today's world oh my gosh my my son by the way can i just go off on a total <laughs> rant for a second like the red zone you f- like i'm not a huge sport watcher to begin with but if i'm going to watch a game i'm going to watch the game and part of it my 13 year old i would argue because everything is it's just instantaneous and short and the red zone switching between games It's insanity. It's just cheering nonstop and touchdowns nonstop. (sighs) Health is about movement. Health is about variation. Health is about what you do every day. And the answers are simpler. It's harder to sell you people running up a stairs, walking up the stairs. How do I sell that to you? Well, I'm going to put it in a book. That's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to sell you, you know, get you the information that you need but this is not what most people are told what you hear it's not the fad diet it's not the quick fix it's not the the crazy workout the the 100 you know 100 reps of this every minute on the like okay <laughs> it's moderation and when you're doing your intervals i love that they said up to 2 minutes When we, uh, when I used to teach class and people would say, you know, Tom's not hard enough group cycling class specifically, I should say, you know, he gives you too much rest. (laughs) If you wear a heart rate monitor in my class, I'm getting you, I'm keeping you out of that gray zone. Now I taught different classes obviously, but specific interval type class, we go hard, we go easy. Easy. We go hard for short amounts of time. We rest long enough so that we can recover and then we can get into that red zone again. And what this study is saying, you can get into that red zone a couple times, three, four throughout the day during your activities of daily living. And that's awesome. All right. I recorded this one. (laughs) I I love this stuff. I really, really do. I love to bring you... The science with the great news. And this podcast is such a perfect way to do that. This is the research. And by the way, none of these studies are perfect. And they're associations. Yeah. But that's where we put common sense in. And that's where we look at the totality of everything I bring to you and what we read and hear. Move more. your intensities. And know that there is no only or just all right tom h fit instagram tom h fit is twitter i need more caffeine <laughs> caffeine's an ergogen and Cade. just did my four favorite supplements that's one still uh, fitnessdisrupted.com you can email me through the site questions comments love to hear from you and by the way again brand new feed took it over so i can control the advertising and everything about it because uh it's important um yeah so subscribe follow the show Any way you can support it questions or uh comments uh ratings i was trying to say that helps as well all right thank you for listening i'm tom holland exercise physiologist certified sports nutritionist remember there's three things we all control how much we move what we put into our mouths and our state of minds and that is awesome